Hey all, welcome to episode three of Leaders on the Lanai. In this episode, I get the pleasure, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Carla Rivers, a team leader from Bender Team. It's been a minute since we recorded the episode. We actually recorded it about a month ago. Um, But I think still most of what we talked about still applies. We're in a very weird world. We have lots of high volumes. We are all just chug, chug, chugging along. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, Carla, hi. Hi. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to um, the third episode of Leaders on the Lanai. I'm filling you in on the name. Um, that is a Golden Girls reference, so you're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, you're welcome. That's like your favorite <laughs> show. <laughs> I definitely treated myself when I named this podcast, that's for sure. So uh, you are one third of the leadership of the vendor team. I am. So how long have you been with AMROC and how long have you been working with the vendor team? Oh my goodness, Amanda, (laughs) you know the answers to these questions probably better than I do. Yeah, but Um, our audience doesn't know. (laughs) I know this is not for you. And I'm saying that because I don't really remember, honestly. Um, I think it's been since probably about 2012 or 2013 that I've been with the company. Um, During my entire career, I've been with the vendor team. So I actually started off reporting to probably Joe, like my first three days, Joe LaJoy. And then I think I got moved over to your team for quite a while. For quite a while. Yeah. So... You've known me my entire career here with AMROC, so that's pretty special. It is special. It's been a real treat. Well, yeah, now, right? Well, even <laughs> I'm going to say, even through the SAS. <laughs> We've had some bumps in, along the way, but uh, it makes it all the more a treat, like you said. Yes. To, to be here, here and now. Here now. <laughs> So you started with Aerotech as a temp, right? That's what brought you into this world? Absolutely. Awesome. And then you grew up on the vendor team, and now you are one-third of that team. So how is the team divided up now, like, with three leaders? And how how are you guys handling everything with the volumes? Right now... um... We're kind of in firefighting mode. Uh, There are three of us, Jen Smith, Emily Boker, and myself. Emily does have typing as well. Um, So the way we have it divided, there's really no rhyme or reason. Uh, We kind of own the team as a whole. Uh, We've always said, you know, even though on paper we have different team members that report to different leaders, we function as one. Um, so we do our best just to make sure all bases are covered and we help each other out wherever we can. Um, 
but I mean, that could change any day. Right. So for now, we're just trying to make it through. Um, we have plenty of team members. I think right now we have somewhere between maybe 35 and 45 team members. Don't hold me on that. Smokes. Um, so we're growing again, right? You know, just a couple of years ago, we were down to, I don't know, 18 to 25 team members. Mm-hmm. And so now we've just about doubled that and we, we've grown very quickly. Um, we started growing again probably in the last quarter of this past year. So that was what, 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've been onboarding relatively quickly. Our last group of team members that we bought on, um, which are our our contract employees, um, we bought on, I think, 22 at once. Yes. So that was an adjustment. We had to get really creative to figure out how we're going to onboard such a large group of people uh, who have no knowledge of the platforms that we use, the systems that we use. They don't know about Atlas. They don't know about AMP. So really trying to bring them up to speed with, you know, the process piece, the production piece, and also the culture piece, um, because these people are also completely unfamiliar with you know, the AMRAC way, the family of company way. Um, so it's definitely been a transition, um, but it's 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 nice in a way because it's it's kind of helped keep us on our toes. It's kept things interesting. It's allowed us to leverage um, some of the assets that we had on the team that maybe we weren't using before, um, mm-hmm. challenging our team members, challenging ourselves um, to grow and really push and try to figure out how to get stuff done because that's what we do, right? We've got to figure out a way to get everything done and keep things moving. So it's been fun. Oh. Yeah, that's a weird, uh, that's a weird idea of fun, but yeah. (laughs) So like onboarding, you said 22 team members, you onboarded at once, right? At once, yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy, holy smoke. So what was the, like, what was your guys' training process, like with a, a group like that? How did that look? So what we tried to do, because to onboard that many people at once, and we're all working from home, our entire team is at home. So we don't have the luxury of, you know, um, hip training, um, you know, running over to somebody's desk to answer a question, all those things that we took for granted when we were in office, everything has to be done virtually. Um, So our first step was trying to identify where we could have, the most impact with the least amount of, um, I guess, investing the least amount of our resources to get people up and running, Mm -hmm. Um, low level, high impact areas. And so we tried to identify those areas. um, And then what we started doing from that point, we started developing training and we spent a ton of time developing training, right? Because everyone that we've had on the team has been with us for so long um, that there there were so many gaps in the training process because things changed so quickly. Yeah. Um, so trying to get everything up to speed and in a way where someone can understand it who knows nothing about the company um, and, and, and getting them in the trenches and, and, and having them working. Um, so we developed that training um, and then we got with the training team who helped us um, put together some classes on Skillo, which helped so that we did not have to pull as many of our senior team members out of production to train these team members. We were able to have the team members kind of 
self-teach for lack of a better phrase, use that training and kind of go through, um, the skill courses, um, to, to kind of peel back that first layer of learning about the company and about our team process. Um, so that was the first step we took. And then we paired everybody with a buddy. Um, everybody had a, a go-to, uh, senior team member that they could go to with questions. And then we just took off from there. Um, it's been, I think we're going on two months now of this. It's been about a month and a half. And, um, so we were able to start seeing a lift almost immediately, um, in, in different areas. Um, we're still bleeding. We haven't been able to, you know, completely catch up. We are still significantly behind. Um, and we've got some other tricks up our sleeve that we're getting ready to pull the trigger on, um, but it's been a, a tremendous help having having these team members. And um, I will say that a lot of them, they they're great. The team members are great. They want to learn. Um, they communicate. Um, they reach out. So it, they've they've made it a lot easier for us as well, um, because I was very apprehensive about training people, you know, and having to lead people that I've never met before. Mm -hmm. never talked to before from home, you know, trying to get a team member to set up their computer at home <laughs> by themselves. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, well, maybe I can FaceTime them, but they have an Android. So then it's like, oh, uh, <laughs> let me send you some pictures. <laughs> there is been see if we can get these cords hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this has been a huge, this has been a huge adjustment and, and hurdle. And, vendor team prior to everything has been an in office team we don't mm -hmm. we don't i don't want to say we don't recognize but we don't we really don't have remote team members when it comes right. to vendor teams so this was i couldn't imagine having to make such an adjustment and oh yeah yeah it was definitely something and it it took us quite a while to start seeing the dust settle Mm -hmm. And we're still in the works, but it's nothing like what it, what it was when we first started. I mean, before we knew how bad, you know, the coronavirus was and everything, I was making house calls. I'm driving to people's houses trying to hook up their courts because it was just too complicated to explain over the phone, you know, how to get your monitors set up and, you know, how to download this and do that. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely been, I mean, adjustment is an understatement. That's but, incredible that you were making house calls. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I give you so many props for that. Like, <laughs> I'm truly committed, Amanda. <laughs> so when are you? Uh, when are you ditching leadership and joining the guy technology? Is like seriously, <laughs> seriously. Shoot. <sighs> okay. Holy smoke. So you guys have, you know, you have your hands full. You handle, your team handles a lot of different transaction types. You're not just doing just refi, you know, work. We're doing purchase stuff. You have so mm -hmm. much going on. Yeah. Um, team is growing. I'm just summarizing real fast. But I kind of want to shift gears into <clears throat> how you're doing, how you're handling all of this from like, a non-leader aspect, a human aspect, if you will. Like, how are you managing this work-life balance and working at home and your kids, your family? How are you doing? You know, it's been a challenge. 
um, for those that don't know, I know you know, um, but for the <laughs> listeners out there, uh, we've got three boys in our house ranging from 10 to 13, and we've got a 20-month-old baby girl. I guess that's considered a toddler now, right? Who runs the house, right? She, <sighs> she runs, runs everyone. She run- And so my husband, he was off work because of COVID for, I think, about two months. Um, the first couple of weeks we were home, he was not home. Um, so that adjustment was interesting, but my daughter was still in daycare. So that made it much easier, um, because the boys are old enough to where they can really kind of handle themselves if they need to. Um, so work-life balance wasn't, you know, too bad. Um, it became a little bit more of a challenge when daycare closed and Mm -hmm. she came home And since then, my husband has gone back to work. Um, So, you know, the kids are in school. You know, they've got school until tomorrow. Um, And, you know, with an unpredictable toddler, you know, with their sleep patterns and everything like that, it has definitely been a challenge um, trying to balance everything with my husband back at work. Um, My mom is an educator, so, you know, they live next door, but... She's helping homeschool the boys. We've got a rotation. Um, so just trying to get creative and and deal with all of these different variables, you know. So trying to coordinate everyone's schedule, the, you know, the boys' schedule, Sarah's schedule, my parents' schedule, and my schedule <laughs> um, has definitely been a challenge. Um, so just trying to get some structure in the house, which is nearly impossible with four kids. Um, but we've been making it work. We've been making it work um, with everything going on and being at home and having the computer sitting there staring me in the face. Um, I have been working much more. And so just trying to detach, pull myself away. Um, I'm not the one that's good at taking lunches and taking breaks. No, not Um, you, Carla. Yeah, I know. I'm always connected, (laughs) you know. I might log off to make dinner and then I log back on, you know, to look at aging orders and things like that. So trying to force myself to take that second for self-care. I just got back from a vacation. (laughs) Yesterday was my first day back uh, since last week. So I'm definitely feeling recharged and rejuvenated. And I, I think that that's so critical, you know, when everyone's working from home is finding a way to disconnect and taking some time for yourself. Now, do you guys, like, I know that as leaders, it's, um, it's, and probably as humans as well, it's very like, oh, that's easier said than done, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you acknowledge that you need to shut off and take your breaks and step away, but, like, it's hard to do that when you just have that mentality of, well, my screen is two seconds or two feet away from me, so I'm just going to hop on real quick. But, like, what message do you, would you deliver to a team member who, you know, who would be sharing this story with you? I would I would just say that we, as team members, you know, we're leading, but we're team members, too. We have to be at our best to be able to give our best. Um, and so what do we have to do to be at our best, um, to be firing on all cylinders, to be emotionally well and mentally well and physically well you know we need that rest we need that time away so that we can be successful at work so that we can be successful at home 
um, have successful relationships across the board um, so that we can figure out the best ways to creatively navigate um, everything that's going on and, and how to best serve our clients and our teams. We have to make sure that we take care of ourselves first. Um, and so just figuring out what that means for you, you know, is there a schedule that works best for you? So like for me personally, I found that I was working too hard in some ways, harder and not smarter. So I was logging on when my team was logging on, right? But I've got 22 team members that I'm on call for, brand new team members, you know, who are still learning processes and stuff. So it was exhausting and it was nearly impossible for me to keep up with, you know, my other duties that I have and things that I'm responsible for. Mm -hmm. So how could I, you know, make a schedule that will work for me to where I don't have to sacrifice my time and my family time. I can still get my things done and not feel overwhelmed and still be able to support my team. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of had to create a split schedule, you know, make sure I'm logging on a couple to a few hours before the team does so that I can get caught up on some things, some things, and then they don't feel as if they're being backburnered or they then my family doesn't feel like they're being backburnered when I'm, you know, logged on still at seven o'clock and they're trying to figure out where dinner is. And I just need one. More. I just got one more order to look at. <laughs> I got, I got told, um, I think it was last week, Preston said, mama, I, I love you when you work, but I love you more when you're not working. <laughs> and it broke my little heart. I was like, well, thank you for acknowledging your love for me in, in both situations. <laughs> so let me tell you. So before all of this started, Zara was a mama's girl, like hardcore. It There was no question about it. She wanted no one else but me. Even though I was sitting here, I've been sitting here in her face every day since we've been home for the past three months. I was so engaged in my work and so disconnected from my family that that changed very quickly. And the first time I tried to get her and she was like, no, where's daddy or daddy? She said, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> this isn't <laughs> happening. I got to take a 15 minute break today. <laughs> is a struggle a daily struggle to be able to maintain that balance and, and you don't want to neglect your family you know or your work family your personal family or your work family so mm -hmm. it's definitely something I'll tell you that it is something we are uh, leading in the weirdest of times but you know you gotta and we as leaders need to listen to ourselves the message that we would give our team which by the way is a beautiful message that you would deliver and that's a message that you should listen to as well and i kind of i'm speaking um i'm saying that in in regards to all leaders should be really listening to that because we have that struggle with turning things off and mm -hmm. and i know our team members are right now too it's it's a very chaotic time and we're also in this world right now where we are using work as a we try to use work as a distraction and when work is crazy and you're not really giving your whole self anywhere so yep yep i yeah i i won't keep you too much longer i think that um, I think that you're incredible and I want thank to thank you. you. Oh my gosh. You're so welcome. You know, I have to give you some of the credit. I tell you and Johanna 
every time I talk to you all, I probably would not be the team member I am today if it weren't for you all. And all of your support over the years and answering questions and dealing with my shenanigans. Uh, I will do like a bonus episode podcast where you and I can talk about the stuff you've put us through. And <laughs> I'm sure your team would love to hear stories. I mean, you've, you've traumatized me with a few hair color changes, so. You, you just won't let it go, will you? No, no. I'm used to it now. But you know, when yeah. I started, I did not like change. Amrock has cured me. You have cured me. I, I swear to God, if there was a baptism by fire to get over the fear of change, it's working at AMRAC. I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with that. Um, and a safe place to remember that there's one area of change that that isn't going to change. It's my hair will continuously be shifting colors. So <laughs> and I'm excited worry. for it. I'm here for it now. <laughs> now I am. Rewind like five, six, seven years. No, not at all. But now I look forward to them. Send Good. me pictures. Oh because I won't be seeing you in person for quite some time, I'm sure. Oh, I'm not sending you pictures. I'm going to wait until we have meetings and then I can just <laughs> shock you with it. <laughs> Dear, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Really, thank you for having me. I really thank you for being here. It's my first podcast. Oh my gosh! Well, welcome to it. I'll send you. Um, I'll send you after. Woohoo! Yeah. I don't know if I'd like listening to myself, but we'll see.